Welcome to Sales Cultures Redefined, where we transform people with purpose, income, and a better life. Here's your host, CEO of Sales Managed Solutions, Lance Cooper. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. We're going to be talking about coaching styles, and particularly John Geddert. Now, you may not know who he is. He's the former U.S. Olympic gymnast coach, and recently he committed suicide. You may wonder why someone as famous as John did that. Most people recognize that he had really high-intensity expectations, you know, just the same way that a sales coach would have high expectations for their people as well. You know, he would be enforcing standards and making sure that they worked a certain way, prospecting, and so forth. And depending upon his character, he would be asking them to treat customers a certain way. John Geddert pushed his people. He pushed them extremely hard, these young girls. And you may remember he had a, a physician, I think his name was Nader, and he's in jail now for life for the things he did to those girls. I'm sure you heard about some of that in the news, but you probably haven't heard about John Geddert. You see, he had 20 gymnasts who had made national teams and $2.7 million in college scholarships were awarded to his, his swimmers. Now, that, that's pretty awesome coaching, right? He's even in the Regional Hall of Fame. You know, just, just a great coach in terms of the numbers. But underneath the cover, here is a guy with no real empathy, no really care for the people, young girls he was coaching. One of the teammates said, I spent way too many days as innocent children, shaking, crying, trembling, some even trying to take their own lives because of you, uh, she wrote. Wow, pretty bad. Let's see here. Also, um, some of those athletes subsequently attempted suicide and suffered from eating disorders and uh, self-harm as a result of abuse, uh, which included excessive physical condition and training, repeatedly being pushed to perform when injured, and extreme emotional abuse and sexual assault. Uh, this guy was pretty bad, but you know, those parents... Somehow along the way, they just got sucked into this environment of pseudo-greatness, so to speak. And we know some of those gymnasts, you know, we saw them perform in the Olympics. But this guy, you know, underneath the engine was not a good guy. It was all about him, all about his, about his financial well-being. And he really didn't care about these kids, even their emotional well-being. So... Think about you as a sales leader. Do you really care about the emotional well-being of your, of your um, salespeople? Do you know them? Do you know what their needs are, their wants, their issues? You know, when someone comes in to the store, you really do find out what the customer's needs and problems and issues are, or, or you just pitch them. And, and I know you don't just pitch people. You, you really do want to help them with the product or service that would be best for them. And that's the same way we should be approaching reps. We should be trying to find out who they are, what their motivators are. Maybe 
maybe right now in their life they've never been taught how to motivate themselves, how to how to have a goal and how to look out into the future and make today very um, real in terms of what needs to be done so that the future can be made a reality and life actually becomes better. As coaches, we can just look for today's sales, today's X's and O's, uh, the things on the chart, the leaderboard, the you know the, the amount of sales, the amount of profit per sale, and, and forget about the person. Forget about their emotional well-being. Forget about their issues and problems and coaching them. And that now often overused word, mentoring, right? Well, there's another coach in the Wall Street Journal that's a lot different than John Geddert. And he's, he's often called the Belichick of the pool. And he's water polo legend Ratko Rudick. And I'm, I'm right now getting this article out in front of me to talk about him for just a second. This guy is one of the greatest coaches in the history of sports. He has the most Olympic appearances, nine, for the most countries, five, with the most medals, five as a coach, and one as a player. The most gold medals, four, and the most longevity, 28 years between his first and last gold of any coach, according to an Olympics historian, Bill Malian. And his former players, they say he is the most inspiring leader they've ever met. He always, here's what a player said, he always knew that he could get more out of a player than the player even knew. And this was a UCLA water polo player, Adam Wright. But in the beginning, when he first took over the American team, they didn't realize that he had this kind of inner heart. And this was at Stanford, and the player said he looked at us as those, and I'm going to quote this, privileged, snot-nosed, apple-cheeked kids, uh, said one of the players. But their impressions of each, uh, him for them and them for, for uh, him, changed. And it changed because of a, a trip that they took overseas to train with the Italians. You see, Rudick's former players, this is uh, Ratko Rudick, his former players in Italy, the two national teams were going to have dinner together. The American team that he was now coaching and the Italian team that he used to coach. And what happened was they got a certain vegetable that the American people didn't get. And the American players couldn't understand what he was screaming in Italian, but they were pretty sure he wasn't offering his compliments to the chef. It was like the end of the world, one player said. It was very clear at that point that he would do anything and everything to protect the team. You know, is that what you are like? Is that what your uh, sales reps know about you, that you will do anything to protect them? you know, that's reasonable, not out of bounds, and that you're all about them and helping them get better, all about uh, their helping them take home money that will help their family, all about uh, listening to them when they've got issues and problems that are in the way. Maybe they have a parent that dies from COVID or whatever, and you're right there because you're concerned about them as a whole player. You know, this guy, you know, like John Geddert, 
man, you had to swim a lot of meters under him. For example, this one swimmer on the water polo team, the longest he had ever uh, swum in a training session was 3,000 meters. Under Rudick, the weekly baseline test was 4,000 meters, and there was one day when Team USA's players swam 14,000 meters. Now, it was, uh, it was very difficult, and life under Rudick was simple. Train, sleep, eat. Train, sleep, eat. And he would say, we need to suffer. And a favorite Rudick drill was something his players described as no-holds-barred wrestling in the deep end. It was quite literally sink or swim. You can be drowning a guy, holding him underwater for 20 seconds, then he'll escape and do the same thing to you. But you know what? Because Rudick had their best interests at heart, they saw him totally different than Gettard. They were energized. They were inspired. So depending upon how we approach people and what's really in our hearts and our sincerity, you got one set, the women gymnasts, who are harmed emotionally. And then we have these water polo players that were inspired and worked very hard and won lots of medals. So think about who you are. Think about the motives of your heart and realize that that's what really sets you apart as a leader, not your understanding of X's and O's or profit per sale or number of dollars or any of those things, which, which are important, but actually your concern for your sales reps, what the attitudes are in your heart. And that comes out in your behaviors, and they see that, and they respect you as you help that team be great. So have a super week and, and think hard um, as you're alone, as I often have, about your intentions, and they'll make all the difference as you continue to grow and mature as a super coach. And we'll talk to you later. You have just listened to Sales Cultures Redefined. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and we'll see you at the next episode.